Good morning, everybody. My name is Aaron Zimmerman, and welcome to the Our Story Isn't Over podcast, where we talk about mental health and all things mental health. Again, my name is Aaron Zimmerman. I am joined by my co-workers today, Zach Karinczak. Hello. And Kevin Piskerg. Hi, everyone. Um, so how have you guys been? How were your holidays? Um, so you guys want to tell us a little bit about that last couple of weeks? Yeah, yeah, last couple. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, the last couple um, weeks for me were were pretty good. Uh, you know, I had some time off, so I took some time. Uh, got to see my family through Zoom and you know the Facebook portal thing because my mother uh, watched the TV ad at three a.m. So and she went out and bought four of them. Um, so, you know, I got to see my family over the holidays. Uh, normally we have a, um, my friends, we all get together uh, for New Year's Eve, but you know, with COVID, uh, we chose not to do that this year because, you know, just to make sure everyone's safe and, you know, see them next year. Um, so we didn't do that this year, but I mean, we still got, to, uh, a bunch of us still got together uh, on Discord uh, and talked and had a good time, played games. Um, you know, so I, I were all pretty good, uh, quiet, didn't really go anywhere, obviously, uh, got time, got time to catch up on some of my TV shows. We've been watched, rewatched some of my other shows I haven't seen in a while. So I just binge watched a lot of things too. Awesome. Awesome. Kevin, how are yours? Holidays were good. Um, obviously different this year due to COVID, but, um, you know, all in the same, the holidays were pretty good. Um, you know, I didn't have the big holiday gatherings like in the past, but, uh, you know, I kind of felt like Santa Claus driving around delivering gifts, and but didn't spend the holidays in general with family members. Um, just kind of drove around and dropped off gifts and then uh, said hello, and that was about it. And then, uh, did a couple Zoom calls with some family members just to, you know, say hello and Merry Christmas and stuff. Um, and then spent some time with my girlfriend and some some local friends in Washington, but didn't see any family members in person um, just to, uh, you know, to do the, in order to do like the right thing and um, the responsible thing and, you know, n not to, contract or give anyone COVID-19. Um, I, I think that's the most responsible thing you could do in these times. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, um, it was a good, safe holiday for the most part that I know of. I mean, I don't really know too many people that were that much affected by COVID in my immediate family, outside of my immediate family. Yeah, of course, I know quite a few people that were affected. So, um, you know, um, just trying to be safe and, you know, do the right thing. Yeah, it's always, it's always about, important to be safe. How about you, Aaron? What'd you do? Um, we did go see um my uh, wife's my wife's family, um, but we see them on a regular basis. This is this wasn't people we aren't around normally, so um, I think there was there might have been six of us total, so it wasn't. 
you know, a huge, a huge gathering, just a, a small dinner and stuff. But other than that, you know, things were, things were good. Um, this year's the first year my mom was home for Christmas uh, in about four or five years. So it was nice that my mom was home. Um, so, but yeah, it's about the extent of my holidays. Um, so aside from that, um, we hope that all of our listeners um, have enjoyed their holidays and had a nice and safe holiday season. And um, I think Zach, we talked today, we are going to cover uh, tips and tricks to help handle anxiety from our, our personal experience on how we handle our anxieties and hopefully can offer a little bit of help um, with our listeners who are struggling. Um, so Zach, why don't you tell us a little bit about um, what anxiety means to you? You know, anxiety anxiety has always been uh, a part of my life forever, I, I swear. Um, uh, for me, anxiety started off with, uh, I, I would get really, like, nervous. I wouldn't feel comfortable. I would get, like, kind of really sweaty, feel really warm. Uh, like, my face would, like, get really rosy and red-colored. Uh, and the one thing I always remember um, is my like hair would feel like it's on fire. So I would scratch it. And I had like really big poofy hair uh, in, in middle school and high school. So I would be like scratching it as like a lot and hair would be coming out. Um, so like for me, like, it was just, I, I, I don't know why I was always anxious, but maybe it's just I didn't feel like I felt like I was uh, comfortable or even confident in social interactions or uh, I don't think I ever really uh, got over trying new things. Like it just, you know, just what if, the big what if questions. Um, you know, we, we might say my grandmother probably had a role in that because apparently at one point I wasn't a scared, I wasn't a scared of lightning or thunder and then my parents left me with my grandmother for a weekend. And then after that, I was <laughs> scared of everything. And I always go, well, what if? Um, so I don't know, maybe something happened then. But uh, for me, that's what anxiety is. It's just, it, it makes living life uh, miserable. Um, it's kind of like my brain has never moved on from that danger kind of mindset with new things or things I don't know or people I don't know or any of that. Makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. Um, Kevin, what's anxiety for you? So uh, from my experience in the past, um, and I know that anxiety can affect different people in different ways. You know, it, it can and like in the ways it could affect Zach, it could affect me differently. But just from my experience, um, you know, in the past, even recently, I my main trigger of anxiety is worrying about things, having difficulty controlling wh what I worry about and the extent of how long that worry extends. Um, 
you know, that, that that's where my main symptom comes from of anxiety. Um, and, and I don't know why I can't explain it. And I think that's what my anxiety is for me the way it is. Um, you know, I've had issues with it in the past. Um, you know, it makes me feel nervous at times, restless. And the worrying even keeps me up at night where I can't sleep at times. Um, and this, this is periodically, this isn't all the time, but it's something that I deal with. I was diagnosed with anxiety and depression probably, probably about six years ago, you know, and I was put on medication for both, um, you know, but of course medication is not the cure-all. Um, you know, a lot of people thinking just, just taking medication is, is the cure-all for some of the mental health diagnoses that that the doctors give us well it's not um medication helps of course but we have to do things for our mental health that help you know cope with those symptoms and you know and and again same with the symptoms of of anxiety or depression those those coping symptoms can differ um, for, for say me and Zach and say Aaron, um, what works for, for me may not work for you guys. Um, you know, so it's different for everybody. So that's, that's what anxiety pretty much is for me. Okay. I have to agree with all of it. Um, for me, it's an unsettling feeling. It's nervousness. It's overthinking. It's, um, it's it's difficult to difficult to handle. Um, I know for me, I have to fidget, um, and I tend to fidget a lot when my anxiety is high, um, whether it be with just something in my hands or um, I had my my lip pierced at one point. Um, I used to to fidget with that. Um, now I've noticed I fidget with my wedding band. Um, that's something that's just on my hand all the time. So I just kind of have gravitated towards fidgeting with that. Um, so what, um, what advice would you guys have for our listeners when it comes to recognizing their anxiety symptoms and how to possibly help cope with them? Yeah, so, you know, anxiety, you know, some of the things I suggested, you know, like the hair on fire, like you get really red in the face. Um, we call them fight or flight kind of responses. So like when those things start uh, happening, like you're, you're avoiding conversation, you're avoiding the person, uh, you're trying to run away from the situation, you know, physically or mentally. Uh, those are things that are symptoms of anxiety, um, uh, I at least for me, like that's what it always kind of been. And, you know, we brought up medication and eventually I went on uh, Lexapro, uh, which worked for a while. Um, and the important thing when it comes to anxiety medication is that uh, some of them, uh, and, you know, don't quote me because I'm not a psychiatrist or a pharmacist, uh, but from what I have understood is that, um, you know, medications aren't uh, necessarily going to be uh, 
they're not going to last forever. Um, some of them have, you know, a decent time frame of where they work and they work really well, but then, you know, your body gets used to it. It's kind of develops its own tolerance. Um, so when it comes to that, you know, we talked about a little bit of medication. Uh, I would, if you, if you experience this, I would seriously suggest you speak with, if it's very severe, which mine were very severe reactions I, from what um, my psychiatrist taught me, you know, back in middle school that this was a very severe anxiety attack, uh, not to the point where I had to be hospitalized because I thought I was having a heart attack, but, you know, I was pretty close to that point. Uh, so like your heart racing, uh, chest pains, those kinds of things can also be anxiety related too. Um, but I mean, talking with the doctor, if it's, if it's on that extreme, uh, and I suspect we'll later in this podcast, we'll talk about uh, some uh, skills or things that you can use to help calm yourself down. Um, so I'll talk a little bit more about those later. But I mean, if it's on the extreme end, I would talk with a medical professional uh, as soon as you can, um, when if it's extreme, because that's not healthy. So I have, uh, I've worked in direct service um, as a certified peer specialist for a few years in, in, at my recent employer before coming to Youth Move PA and PMHCA. And I've worked with a few individuals who had severe anxiety and um you know it's I, I i would compare it to like where i was with my anxiety and i can see the different levels of you know mine wasn't so bad like i could see the difference between um how like i was mentioning before some things i would do what would not work for these individuals so um and developing skills such as a, a wellness recovery action plan, which is called a wrap, um, which I, which myself and these individuals did, um, it helped. It helped them develop, um, helped them identify their symptoms, identify their triggers, develop coping skills. Um, it helped them identify early warn warning signs. Um, and then towards the end of the wrap, it also helped them develop a crisis plan as well. Um, you know, it's so much different to see um, the difference between, you know, when my anxiety wasn't so bad, because I'm able to cope with it pretty well. I consider my diagnosis of depression to be um a, more of an issue than my diagnosis of anxiety. But um, when I was able to work with individuals with severe anxiety, I got to really see, um, you know, different, different things that worked. Um, you know, I do have some people in my personal life that are diagnosed with severe anxiety that, you know, that, that suffer from panic attacks and stuff like that. And, um, you know, I've seen things work such as uh, grounding techniques, stuff like that. Um, you know, I've learned about those things in the past, the trainings as well. And um, those are just things that ground you and it deals with like the five senses. Um, 
you know, and other things work, such as a support person just being there for you, not doing so much just as being in your face trying to calm you down, just being there in the room to support you. Um, you know, there, there's different things that work for different people, and it's just a matter of, of what works from past experience. Okay. Well, thank you for your insights, uh, both of you. Um, uh, when it comes to me, for my symptoms, um, it's just, I, I have the tendency, my, uh, my leg starts to bounce. It's something I've always done um, when I feel anxious. It's just exert, it's like I'm exerting my anxious, anxious energy through the bouncing of my leg. Um, I don't know why I've, I've always done it. Um, and on top of that, it's definitely, it's the fidgeting and stuff like that. Um, but as far as, uh, what we want to talk about next, I think we should definitely get into just the coping skill. Oh, God, I hate the word coping skills. Um, how individuals maintain, no, I don't want to use the word maintain for anxiety, um, handle their, their anxiety and what um, ideas do you guys have that you can tell our listeners um, how they can help handle their anxiety? Uh, so this one, I actually think I'm going to start with you, Kevin. All right. Um, so coping with anxiety, even though you don't like to use coping. So coping's just for me, I mean, I, I've been working in mental health and direct service for, for a few years and um coping's a word we use a lot in documentation and stuff. So I, I don't think it's it's a bad word to use for, for for especially the field we work in. So I mean, you know, so, so it's up to you guys, but you know, it is what it is. So um, for me, I'll speak from experience. Um, I need to do things that reduce my anxiety before I would even get anxiety. Um, so I think it's important to recognize that like, kind of like having a routine in my day is important getting up early, um, you know, drinking my morning coffee. Uh, and, and again, this is kind of harder with what's kind of going on in the world. If you're like an outside person and you're stuck inside, it makes it a little harder, especially now because it's, it's winter time. So um, I think it's important to recognize that there is still things we can do in these times, such as uh, speak to people face-to-face -face on Zoom, FaceTime, social media um, for support. But again, I spoke about those grounding techniques. Uh, but once you get in, in, into the uh, into the summer, springtime and summertime, um, it's important for me personally to get outside, do something to get some fresh air, uh, go fishing, go to the park, uh, spend some time with some, some supports, uh, social supports, um, 
you know, it's, it's really important for me to be connected with people because we are social people. Um, that's just who we are. I need to be connected to people. Um, you know, and I know, I know not everyone is like that. I do understand that. Um, but it's important in some shape or form that we are all connected to people in some way. So I, I feel um, if you have some kind of severe anxiety, sometimes we have to get on, out of our comfort zone a little bit to, to break down that barrier. I know for sure that it's hard in some cases because that is a main trigger of anxiety for some people is being in uncomfortable spaces, large crowds of people, stuff like that. So that can be a big barrier to overcome. Um, So baby steps is, is, is better than, better than nothing. I feel like so um, sometimes we have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. So. Thank you. Um, Zach. Yeah. You know, I want to say I started, you know, with everything going on in the world. I know when we had a, our, our youth leadership training last week, um, you know, events were, that are currently happening to us were coming up a lot in conversation. Um, and I, I have to say, you know, I was getting really kind of worried about COVID when it was kind of first making news uh, in like October 2018. Um, well, 2019, I guess, um, October, November, December, like, you know, uh, so, you know, I, I was, you know, I was trying really hard to not think about it. Like that, I think one of the, I don't like the word using coping either, because I feel like when you say coping, um, a lot of people's eyes kind of gloss over cause it's such a used word, um, so uh, for lack of a better like kind of thing in my head right now, you know, I'm, I'm using coping, but I mean, I tried really hard to like not think about it. Um, I know uh, some people call it doom scrolling. So I was really removing myself from Twitter and Facebook as much as possible. Uh, Cause you know, it started getting politicized. Then it, people were uh, like, blaming other people people like it just became this like real big uh it just became this thing that sucked me in uh and you know i couldn't stop i guess you know doom scrolling is what they would call it because i just kept focusing on it so you know one of the things you can do is kind of like take a break from social media if you're very active on social media uh, especially if you think, uh, if you read things and you kind of start getting uh, worried or scared or like, you know, it, it kind of triggers uh, your, your brain, you know, those are things that I do when I start getting really, I, I, can, all, I can always almost tell you when my anxiety and depression is at an all time high is when I look at my Facebook and Twitter usage on my own personal data that they have that they share with you. And it like, it goes from like an hour a day to like five hours. So, you know, that's that's one way how I cope. Um, another thing is that like, I will uh, go on YouTube and I will look up like uh, these like meme compilations or uh, 
uh, I don't know. I really like scam baiting videos for some weird reason. Um, so like there's some really good scam baiters that I watch on YouTube who make kind of a big joke. And, you know, like, like uh, this one guy just, he replies yes to every scam baiting email he gets. He just replies yes. And then he gets this information and he just keeps replying yes. And another one, he keeps adding them all onto the same email list. So everyone's getting emails. Like, um, I don't know. So like, you know, finding things that make you kind of laugh. Humor always helps uh, with my anxiety. Um, that's probably like my number one coping skill is uh, always laughing at the situation, which is, you know, you got to remember it can be inappropriate. So you got to think about when it isn't appropriate to laugh. Um, but when I'm like really under a lot of stress and anxiety, uh, I tend to make jokes to myself about it. And then I kind of like laugh to myself about it. Uh, because, you know, the one like mantra that, you know, my whole household, my whole family has is that it always works out in the end. Uh, and then, you know, things that we think about years later, we kind of laugh about today. But back then, you know, it was really, you know, stressful um, in our head. So that's another way to really kind of, uh, work around that. Um, learning what triggers your anxiety can also be, that's another way I kind of cope, especially with anxiety and also depression. I have certain like warning signs and I know like, uh, that I kind of had to learn, like, it's not something I just knew. I had to learn um, that when, you know, I start feeling these certain ways that it's time to pull back uh, and then, you know, start using my other coping skills. So also learning what triggers it is really, really, really good. Um, if that's one thing that I think if any young person listens to us is learning, uh, learning what triggers, uh, what kind of what you're so how you start cycling into those kinds of states. Um, and another thing I do is I take deep breaths. That's another grounding exercise I, I have. Uh, Pre-COVID, I don't wear them now, but uh, pre-COVID, I, I used to have prayer beads on my uh, wrist. And if I'm like really stressed out or something, or if I need help focusing, uh, you know, they work with stress, but they also work with helping me focus since I have ADD. I, I like pull them off and I like count them. Uh, so that's some of the things I use, I do when, when it comes to coping. Thank you for that, Zach. Um, when it comes to coping for myself, it's the breathing, uh, definitely taking the deep breaths and trying to be mindful about that. Um, and I think the biggest thing for me is just the the fidgeting and the the shaking of the leg because those are things that I might be having the anxiety, but it allows me to expel that that excess buildup of energy and nervousness, and it just it it, it helps for, uh, it helps me. I don't I don't pretend to know why. Um, I just know that it helps me, so I do it. Um, I just found two new phrases other than coping skills yeah what, what do we got what do we got we got self-management and self-management skills 
and internal resources. So, so we can, maybe we can rebrand the word coping skills around those two. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I like that. Um, Yeah. I just, those are the biggest things for me. And I agree with Zach is make sure you're able to find some humor in something because they always say laughter is the best medicine. Um, I think they say that. Am I right when I say they say that? Somebody tell me I'm right. I mean, I'm not, yeah. Okay. I, I always feel good when I laugh. I mean, right. don't you? Yeah. All right. At least I know I'm, 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 at least I'm not just, you know, talking and not saying actual things. Um, aside from that, you know, Anxiety is something that a lot of people are struggling with and it more now more than ever um, due to the COVID-19 pandemic and things like that. Um, anxiety has skyrocketed in our nation and in the world. Um, so we are right about the half an hour point. So you guys have anything else you'd like to add? We're, we're trying to... Uh, think we're trying to keep these these couple a little short just because of our previous episodes uh, were a little bit longer um, so it's a lot so do you guys have anything else you'd like to add or not really no uh, we just piloted we just did a pilot of that leadership training last week mm-hmm. uh, I believe at the end of February, we don't have definite dates yet, but we are going to be rolling out the leadership development training uh, at the end of February. So keep an eye out for that. And that should be rolled out once a month after that. And then there's going to be some other trainings as well. All right. Yeah, well, we can post up information about trainings and things that we offer. Um, it's, it'll be posted up on our website. Um, Zach, do you have anything you want to add? Yeah, you know, I think as we begin uh, 2021, uh, you know, continue to be safe, uh, continue to think, uh, be smart. Uh, you know, obviously COVID is still here. It just, just didn't, just, it didn't just disappear after, uh, you know, the, the change in the year. Um Follow, like, you know, follow the Department of Health because uh, I believe uh, vaccines will be coming soon. Um, uh, uh, you know, uh, it's, you know, it's still there. So, you know, uh, try to get vaccinated. Um, you know, take care of yourself. Uh, and, you know, if you have anxiety about this, uh, you're not alone. Millions of other people, probably billions of people at this point in the world have, uh, you know, anxiety about what's going on in the world. Uh, don't be afraid to reach out and talk to someone, uh, even if it's a complete random stranger. Uh, you know, just say, you don't have to tell them everything, but you know, just tell them like, you know, I'm really scared what's going on in the world. And that's maybe all you have to say, you know, just to get it off your chest. Don't, don't hold it in. 
Um, if you feel like the anxiety is starting to really kind of hinder uh, how you live, you know, talk with a medical professional. Uh, I know not all of us have access to psychiatrists right away, um, but you know, where I grew up, our first kind of like line of uh, mental health issues was, well, getting a treatment for mental health was our family doctors. Um, so kind of really think about uh, that, uh, you know, anxiety is not necessarily a bad thing either. We have to keep that in mind. Anxiety is a good thing as long as it doesn't interfere with the quality of our life. Uh, it's, it's okay to be afraid. It's okay to have um, some worry about new things. The fear of the unknown is a very, 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 very natural uh, human thing. Um, we do it, we do it all the time. Uh, so don't, uh, just don't let it rule your life. If it starts getting to that point, start seeking uh, some help. Uh, and hopefully, you know, some of these coping skills will help that we talked about um, as time goes on. Definitely, definitely. Thank you for that, Zach. Um, I think my closing thoughts are simply just remember to take care of yourself. Um, I'm an Eagles fan, but go Browns. And remember, everybody, that it's okay to not be okay. Thank you, and I'll have a good day.